Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Spell steel for this S T E E L or S T E A L because it stole B O R hours off of my life. B O R E D. <laughs> One of my favorite Norm McDonald jokes. He was on Conan O'Brien, and the girl he was uh, like on the show with was uh, like some nine hundred two and a woman. She just done a movie with Carrot Top, and like he's shitting all over it. And they're like, "What's the name?" And she's like, ah, "I don't. I'm you know like trying not to say." It. And he goes, "I know what it's going to be called: Box Office Poison." <laughs> And then everyone laughs. And then the Conan's like wrapping it up and he's like this untitled movie and she finally goes, chairman of the board. And he goes, oh, great. Do some of that, you freak. And everyone laughs and he goes, I bet the board is going to be spelled B-O-R-E-D. And I've never seen Conan laugh that hard before. That's ever. hilarious. Norm McDonald's like the fucking best. I'm going to go down like a Norm rabbit hole. Let's just talk about Norm McDonald instead of do Man of Steel. I'm keeping all this in now. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, be- just before even the intro. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married With Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. You can't avoid it forever. It's like... What am I trying to think of here? It's like the in-laws. Like, you can't, not my in-laws. My in-laws. Your, your in-laws. You can't avoid it forever. Man, this is a shaping up. What? A minute and a half in? Shaping up to be the best show we've had in 200 and something episodes. I, I butt dialed my father getting into my car today, and as my Bluetooth like connected to the call, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. And of course, it's the quickest he's ever answered the fucking phone. It's like he's just, he's just like sitting like in the bat cave waiting for like the Chris's calling light to fucking <laughs> shine on. I have a question. How'd you end up butt dialing your dad? Like, is he like. Number one speed dial I on have, your phone? No, no, he's like at the bottom of my fucking... First of all, so there is... Where is my phone? All right, so there's my phone. And here are my favorites. My dad's like fifth down. Who's, who's you, number one? I you're number be. one. My mom is oh, number I two. Rip that out of Rich the and Zangry are three and four. And then my dad is five. Oh, Augie and Tope are up here. Yeah. Witten. Witten, Steve. Steve. You know, like the usual suspects are right there. I, I better have no been idea. number one. And then on like on the Bluetooth thing, like my Bluetooth. It thing doesn't on, say mom, dad. It just says the phone number. Right. So I saw like seven seven two two eight five two. I'm like, oh shit, that's my dad. Hey, dad, what's up? Like <laughs> immediately, and he was so surprised because I never called my father. What did your mom say? She probably thought something was wrong. Oh well, then I ended up talking to her and having a gay old time. So you know, <laughs> it was how it was. Hey, what's it's up? A podcast everybody? for another podcast. It's uh, August thirty first, two thousand eighteen. Yes, this is uh, exactly the date this episode's supposed to air. Uh, we're a little behind, as per usual, but you're getting it. You're T- getting it today's today. Today's only the 30th. Today's the 30th. Man, I'm really glad we didn't make a bet on how many times I'm going to get the fucking date wrong, because I think that's two or three episodes in I a think row. That that's, yeah. Yeah, I think that that's accurate. August 2014. Has, August like. has been rough. <laughs> August has a big old strap on and has gone to town on my rear end, let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, if you're into that kind of thing. I'm not. <laughs> so that's why August has been so rough. If you're new to the podcast, uh, normally my life is not in shambles. Normally, uh, normally we just talk about our lives and our wonderful child and our marriage and what's going on. And then How we... come we don't have a wonderful marriage? No, it was like the wonderful was the adjective for both words. Okay. Yeah. And uh, then we discussed the movie we watched, either nominated or randomly selected as this week's episode was. Obviously. And that's what we do. Obviously, this week was randomly selected. Oh, we're going to get there. For well, those let's... of you who uh, are new here, uh, welcome. Yeah. It'll be a fun show. A couple things to go over. Uh, three things I want to discuss quickly okay. before we get into the three movie. One, two, Number three. one, hmm. I want to remind everybody I'm going to do this up front instead of at the back half, so that way if people stop listening, 
<laughs> because of what we're discussing. We can't blame you. We can't you blame you. But um, we almost stopped watching. The poll for the 2015 Mullet Awards is about to close. Um, we it's are closing deadline. actually on. It, it's closing. It's I'll, I'll keep day. it open through Labor Day weekend. Give mm-hmm. people the last Labor Day weekend. We've had a ton of votes come in over the past couple of days. Stuff's really shaping up. I don't think there's any ties at the moment, which is also it was always nice. So I'm even scared to say people to keep voting. But of course, we want your voices heard. Keep voting. Get those awards, and you go to arcadeaudio.net/slash/themullets. Get your voices heard. Get your votes in, and then we will discuss on our Patreon exclusive reward uh, results show. Who won? Uh, and you can support that by going to patreon.com slash arcade audio um, for just $5 a month. You get bonus content there. Um, and then in a couple weeks after that, we will do our final retroactive awards, the 2014 awards. That one's going to be very short and brief because that's when the podcast started, only at half of the year. But we're still going to round it out, you know, make sure those movies get there. Uh, there I still haven't I still haven't finished my uh, nominations it, for it'll, that. It'll be pretty easy. It'll be pretty yeah, easy. yeah, yeah. Um, second thing. Um, again, we always talk about our lives and what we've done. I want to give a shout out to the Infinity Toy and Comic Con I went to this past weekend in Osceola Heritage Park in Kissimmee, Florida. Dope ass venue. Like Osceola Heritage Parkway has like a little like baseball stadium. It's like everything. It's like a jack of all trades like entertainment complex. I guess they also had some weird like Jehovah's Witness thing going on. We almost accidentally got parked over there. Um, but yeah, just a good old toy comic convention. I knocked a lot of things off my big ass list I've wanted to get for a very long time. I felt it was appropriate. Go, you know, today's podcast um, being comic book inspired. So um, had a good time there. Got some fun stuff for you and for the baby and mostly for myself. I like the sound of that. Yeah. And the third thing is, uh, you know, we don't go get a chance to see movies outside of the podcast on a regular basis now because we do have an almost two-year-old that, you know, kind of limits us. Although soon, we're going to be able to do that more and more. Yes, we are. I thought uh, you were going to say, although soon, you, we're going to have another baby. I'm like, whose baby you have? Breaking news to everybody, including, including Samantha, me. including the one that will be holding her. Although, um, oh, actually, I have four things. Um, so I'll tie the last one at the end. Uh, we didn't go see a movie, but forgot last time we recorded that I have seen a movie um, here at home that you did not see. We always try to cover those as well. I've been on a big uh, documentary kick, especially HBO documentaries, and I watched Robin Williams' Come Inside My Mind, um, which was uh, something I had earmarked for a while. Quite forgot it was already up and then watched it. It was very good. I'm starting to kind of like get the HBO entertainment documentary formula because I've watched Spielberg and I watched Andre the Giant, and now having watched this one, they're all very good. Not a lot of them break out past very good. Um, I think this one might be my favorite of the three because I had a lot of really cool, like, behind-the-scenes stuff of him on Mork and Mindy and other movies and kind of gotten into his psyche and stuff. Um, so I, I still definitely recommend it. Definitely check it out. Um, I want to pick up the biography that came out of him because it's supposed to be great and even better, and it's huge. It's like 500 pages. Oh, wow. Um, it's on my Amazon wish list. Hint, 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 wink, wink to you. And people at home, if you want to buy me stuff, you know, go for it. Um, so, yeah. So, that's the only thing I've watched recently. I'm going to try to watch some more stuff uh, maybe next week on my day off. The fourth thing I was going to mention, and I actually I forgot to mention this when we actually did it on Monday. Uh, so, we watched this movie on Sunday and not Monday because we were doing our fantasy movie draft oh, on yeah, Monday. Yeah, 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 we are yeah, back yeah. in a fantasy movie draft. Uh, if you remember the early days of the podcast, we talked about it all the time kind of been off and on for it. Uh, what I was going to say was, because now if we go in to see a movie bonus, we definitely got to go see Mary Poppins, support our pick. We'll bring Jillian to go see Mary Poppins around Sounds Christmas time. Uh, so yeah, so you'll be hearing more about that. We have a, we have a pretty good roster. I'm pretty happy with it. I was going to try to record it and put it up as a Patreon exclusive, but it was an absolute shit show. So it would not have worked what? at all. Um, well, because it was Google Hangouts, and somehow our internet was like like the best working one. Um, We're, ours probably fucked up everybody else, to be quite honest. Uh, so yeah, so we got A Star is Born, we have Mary Poppins Returns, we have that hot new Steve McQueen joint, uh, Widows, got Night School, um, got a couple sleepers, may have to do some moving and shaking as well with some of the later picks. Look, we'll go figure see it the out. movies on our roster. Well, when they come out, we'll tell you guys to go see them. And then tweet us at Mary W. Movies and let us know you saw it, so then we can tell... Friend of the show, Tatiana. We, we don't get credit if they go see it. No, it's yeah. No, but we're just going to show her how many people are supporting us. And we're going to get 
something. We'll get something. Well, we got, well, there's money on the line this year. We're going to get that money. We're going to get that money. We're going to go buy some more movies. Um, we're going to go buy movies so people don't buy us movies. Like this week's episode, Man of Steel. Gift from... <sighs> Gift from former friend Steve Rial. Um, you drew it, so I read it. Oh, good. I have a mouth injury. Just want to point that out. Uh, yeah. Okay. Man of Steel. Thrills await you, say nobody. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to count that as a fuck Fuck you. No, no, no. That's a joke. Thrills away you say Richard Corliss from Time. Man of Steel soars high, says Peter Travers, Rolling Stone. Man, I used to like you. A young boy learns that he has extraordinary powers and is not of this earth. Even the back of the box is fucking Chris, boring. Chris, you can't do that. You have to read it. As like, a young man, legit. he journeys to discover where he came from and where he was sent here to do. What? Read that sentence uh, one more time for me. What he was sent here to Say, do. Read that sentence. I think you should start over from the top without comments from the peanut gallery, please. A young boy learns he has extraordinary powers and is not of this earth. As a young man, he journeys to discover where he came from and what he was sent here to do. But the hero in him must emerge if he is to save the world from annihilation and become the symbol of hope for all mankind. Even the back of the fucking box makes me want to fucking pour cyanide in my butthole. That's all it is. That's all it is. That was one. I, I think I should be allowed. One fuck up. No. I think I should get a pass no, on that. No, you don't get a pass. No pass. Because I was trying I to do. I read nine boxes was so easy. back to was back. That was so easy. A fucking fourth grader could have wrote this. Like the fourth grader wrote this fucking movie. Uh-huh. So, you know, not to beat around the bush, I despise this movie. I couldn't tell. Uh. I was so excited for this movie. You were. Like, I did not want to see this movie in theaters. You dragged me to see this, this movie This is one in of the best trailers I can ever remember. The trailer is fantastic. Just the shot of the boy playing in the yard, and you get, like, the glimpse of him making the pose and the cape, and then the shot that of Superman. That scene was really good. And then the movie, it's contrived like everything else is. Right. But in the trailer, it's, like, cool, and then you see Superman, like, flying and taking off, and, I'm, and like, the score, I'm like, fuck yes, and it's got, you know... It looks like Christopher Nolan's doing it. You know, all right, cool. We're going to get the Amy Superman. Amy Adams is in it. We're going to get the Superman version mm-hmm. of The Dark Knight. Let's do it. And then we watched it in theaters. <gasps> I saw the reviews coming, and I'm like, hmm. It's in that 40, 50% range we always talk about. Sure, sure, sure. We'll probably end up liking it. And I just watch it, and it's like, just fucking Samanex. Like, it was, it's just so... It's just boring. Boring. It's just so boring. And long, and it's just not fun. Like, this movie has no fun at all. Right. There's one bit, with two minutes left in the movie, there's like one joke in the whole damn thing, and it's the one soldier that was like, oh, sorry, I think he's pretty hot. And that's like it. Oh, like the girl? Yeah, like... Seriously, that's like the most levity you get in the whole film. Am I wrong? I'm not wrong. So the reason we own this, like, I, if you've not listened to the past, like, 200 episodes of this podcast, I own everything. We watched a Dennis Rodman little person basketball movie. We watched The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. We're, uh, like, we've watched a lot of Mullet weird shit. has... I love bad loves movies. shitty movies. He I really love does. bad movies. I hate fucking boring movies. I hate movies that you spend hundreds of millions of dollars on and, and just equal this. And how how long was this movie? It was like two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. This 143 minutes. It has... It's it tries to be... Long. It tries to have style with like its non-linear narrative. It tries to copy... You know how when Star Trek first came out everyone talked about J.J. Abrams and the... Uh, lens flare? Like the lens flares? <laughs> it tried to do... Lens flares. There's two but lens didn't flare. do the lens flares. There's two lens flares on the cover of the DVD. But it didn't look anywhere <laughs> near as cool as J.J. Abrams in Star Trek. I just have so many fucking like, problems with it. I hate... So, again, I, I got in, interrupted. I interrupted myself, I should say. So, I, we own everything. I just punched myself in the nose. I, I buy everything. And I'll be like, right back. When this movie came out... Keep talking. Sure. When this movie came out... On DVD and Blu-ray, I was like, you know, I buy everything. I should probably give this another look-see. 
And I just like, I just don't want to ever see this again. Mm-hmm. I just don't. This movie's so boring, I'm going to do my nails while we talk about it. <laughs> I don't need to concentrate. I was like, I just don't care. Mm-hmm. And I openly said that to our friend Steve Riel, who is the biggest Superman fan of all time. The biggest. At any moment, he has a Superman t-shirt like underneath whatever he's wearing. He had it on the day of his wedding. He had like Superman-themed like beverages. Like He loves Superman. And yes. he defends this movie. He defends Henry Cavill. He defends a lot of it. So as a gag, he fucking bought it for me when we started the podcast because then we would have to watch it. He nominated it. And we did And we not denied it. it. We watched Forrest Gump instead because his wife has good taste. And then it gets randomly picked out of the box. So now we can never have to watch it again. But I honestly sat here and I tried. You did. You tried. And then the first 15, 20 minutes of like... Everything on Krypton, like, I, I don't verbally understand what's going and, on. like, man, I don't understand how you could just pick, like, a boring cast. Like, Russell Crowe? Boring as fuck in this. He's very boring in this. Like, everybody everybody I is like, just... I actually don't think I like Russell Crowe. I don't, I think don't I like... mind Russell Crowe just as long as he's not doing this. Like, Russell Crowe's a good actor. Russell Crowe's very good. I mean, he was... He's done some really great work. Yeah. This is not included in that. No. Like, I want to stab myself with these manicure scissors. It's just, like, the Krypton stuff. Like, I'm also tired of superhero origin stories for the most part, especially if we've already seen them on film. Like, well, like I just, I'm past it. You know what I mean? Like, everybody knows these characters. There's no, like, unless you're going to do something really shocking, like, hey, for this time, Superman, you know how Superman happened? A fucking oil spill. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he became uh, an African-American gentleman named Trevor. Like, then, okay, cool. I want to see that Superman story because it's fucking bonkers and different. Right. But, like, I don't want to see the same old fucking story that everybody knows because there's no interesting way to tell it. Yeah. So it, it gets 20 minutes bogged down with the depth of Krypton and fucking, you know, resources and Michael Shannon just yelling. Um... And then we finally get into, like, Clark Kent being, like, a freelance everything. And then it cuts back to him as a child. You know, there's, like, it just... The time jumping could have been done a little smoother, I I think. A nonlinear narrative, I I think, is is an interesting take. I think it's an interesting take. On a superhero movie. But it just didn't work. It's because that stuff they showed us, like, I didn't fucking care about. The only stuff I, I cared about and liked is Kevin Costner's stuff. And Kevin Costner's stuff is, like, three scenes, and then he died in the dumbest way possible. I know you you are fine, ultimately, with that. Because he he tells Clark to wait because he doesn't want Clark to, like, unveil his secret. Yeah, man. That's powerful. He didn't want him to sacrifice himself to save him. And then ruin his life essentially because look what happened he was right I think because he was right I think because it's an hour and ten minutes into this godforsaken movie that I'm just like dude you're the only thing I kind of like so please don't get blown away by that hurricane or tornado whatever I wasn't even paying attention I thought it was a fucking hurricane um also like it, it even when it takes a different stance it so like normally well no no I'm saying it does and I still don't like it so, like, normally, like, Lois Lane doesn't know that Superman is Clark Kent. Correct. For the most part. I mean, obviously. Not until later in every it. iteration of fucking everything. Spider-Man, Superman, Like, they all, Batman, like, the woman always, always finds out, out, always knows. Yeah. Don't keep shit from women. That's a lesson. Don't but, keep shit from me. But, like, right out, of the, out. right out of the gate, she knows. But, like, the first time I watched them, like, is she just dumb? Like, <laughs> I honestly didn't know at the end. She's like, oh, nice to, you know. Hello, Clark. And then I was like, wait a minute. No, he. she went and met his mother and talked to him at the grave of his like, father. Like, she knows. Like, she knows. But it still just played so fucking weird. And, like... It's because it was not a very good choice. It. I think a lot of the gripes of this movie comes from the character portrayals and the acting. So it's really hard for us. I know we try to talk about the, these things separately. I did not like some of the casting choices that they like made. I don't like most of the casting in this movie. And I think that... I don't blame it on the... 100% of the actors, though. Go ahead. 
Yeah, I just think Amy Adams was not a good choice to play Lois Lane. Which I, which I hate to say because I really enjoy Amy Adams. I think she's great. She's one of the people that I'm ultimately like fine with in this movie. Like she's probably still not going to be my MVP. Some of the choices that she made as that character, she's just I not like. Lois Lane. Like, right, she's, she's not, not Lois Lane. She was Amy Adams in that. Like she wasn't Lois Lane, and I just, I don't know. I just think, oh, I'm a Pulitzer Prize. Like they just jammed what prize, so much. What prize was that? I'm sorry. Pulitzer? Pulitzer? No, that is totally, that was worse than the first time you said it. Pulitzer. Pulitzer? I'm doing my nails too. I can't think about so many things. Pulitzer you know it's going to be audible on the fucking podcast, right? People. It's going to enhance it. <laughs> Pulitzer Prize. Like, they just jam so much exposition into some of these scenes that I was like, There's what? The, the script is bad. She's supposed to be this big time... Pulitzer Prize winning reporter, mm -hmm. but she's still working for the Daily Planet well, the Daily, newspaper. Well, Metropolis is... And well, you have to forgive that because Metropolis is like the biggest city. It's like the New York City. Like The Daily Planet is like a big-ass newspaper. Like, it's not like... So let me ask you a question. Sure. You're a journalist. Mm -hmm. You win this big-ass award. You still mm -hmm. working for the newspaper or are you going to write your own novel? And well, does not mean she's do also not doing thing? that? She's not doing shit. She's going to Alaska looking for some alien ship. Um, no, I mean, like, it's all relative. Like, the Pulitzer sure. Prize, okay, like, they sure. give it out specifically for journalism. Like, that's... I'm, uh, I'm aware. What was it called again? Pulitzer Prize. That took everything. Your lips wanted to reject that so bad. Your lips were like, help. Um, I'm not going to say what I want to say. But then it just gets... It just gets fucking bogged down... It's never, it was, I don't even remember. Like, we watched this movie four days ago, and it's already left my brain so much because it wanted to. And because, like, even watching it, I was just, I think, like, three or four times, I just went, Ugh. <sighs> because, like, it was just still going on. Yeah. Like, I don't remember how Zod and them get out of the Phantom Zone to begin with. Like, how does that happen? Or, like, what? And then they come. You're asking the wrong person. It's just <laughs> so... Like, mind-numbing in terms of how things play out. And then it just gets tough. Fucking Destructomania 2013. Woo! I hate how gratuitous. Like, and I, they addressed it in Batman vs. Superman. Fine. The only good scene in Batman vs. Superman, the opening scene with, with Ben Affleck running into the fucking debris and stuff to save people, um, is, like, these towns get, like, fucking imploded mm -hmm. with no like care for anything like I don't know it just like went against like what the Superman character was I mean granted he's learning how to be Superman but I just didn't fucking buy it like it just and then the worst part about Batman and Superman not the worst part that's like saying like the best part of apartheid um is you did not want to edit this, remember? I'm not editing. <laughs> I'm making my point on how bad like how bad this is. Batman vs. Superman's worse. Um is it was on right after this on TV and we're like, nope, not doing it. Is like at the end of the movie when like the big climactic like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman uh apocalypse fights going on is like, oh he's he's tackled him. Oh, they're at the the abandoned nuclear power plant. Everyone's safe. Like they had to like justify how everybody was fine because of how much people complained in the first one, this one, about, like, how much disregard for human life surrounding everything there was. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just big, loud, and worthless. Yeah. It, it doesn't even particularly, like, look great either. Like, because yeah. Zack Snyder is a hack. Um, What? Nothing. I, he's just not very talented. He made 1.75 good movies. Because um, I like the Dawn of the Dead. I like the first movie he did. The Dawn of the Dead remake is really good. I, I like... And Watchmen. I'm not a big 300 fan, but like half of that, like stylized-wise, is fine. And then the opening scene of Watchmen. Um, just the opening scene. There's other stuff that's fine, but mo most people hate that. It just doesn't work. Like, he just like this, like like gritty, like, graphic novel-y, yeah. tinted, like, unpleasant demeanor and atmosphere just doesn't lead to me wanting to sit and watch a movie for 140 And minutes. also one about Superman, which is supposed to be this embodiment of hope, and 
It just doesn't feel like it. And that's another problem, is, like, the embodiment of hope, like, it just goes way too deep into, like, the Superman ethos. Like, like it basically just feels like one big-ass... Well, Superman is one big-ass, like, Jesus allegory. But, like, even in this, it just feels... With the beard, and then he goes and he rescues him from the ship, and... Like, and then, like, a lot of the, like, the, not the posturing, but, like, you know, his stance and, like, the way that it's handled and, like, his father, the way it happens. The whole thing just, re- like, felt very, like, oh, man, we're making a fucking statement here. It's like, no, you're making a fucking Superman movie. Yeah. You know what would be fun? Superman. Superman doing what he fucking does and, like, yeah. it being interesting. Okay. What I thought was compelling and interesting speaking in this vein was in the one of the flashbacks towards the beginning when he's a kid and all of a sudden he's in class and everything like goes off can hear everything he's x-rayed he sees the bones and the heart beating of the teacher i liked that scene Mm -hmm. and that kid's like reactions to it i thought were genuine he was freaked out he didn't really know what was going on I liked that. I could have seen more of that, but then there there wasn't more. Then he just was a sullen There's pockets piece of, of shit. And then it's Henry Cavill trying to have to pretend who, to be a twenty two year old who didn't want to do anything. Yeah, like you know, he was just like this shitty, like sullen kid who was ungrateful mm-hmm. and everything spr- sprouted from there and I just there was a big disconnect between what they were trying to portray him as at the start. Um, than what he ended up mm-hmm. being, and I just there's just so many mis- like there's so many misfires. So I believe I'm not mistaken in the original Superman. We watched Superman two, the Richard Donner one, which we also didn't like, but it's it's more widely regarded than this is. But like in the original, like so I know that Superman's father, Jor El, Jor El, yes, Jor El, like is like always able like to communicate to Superman through like artificial intelligence or like. However, like, the Fortress of Solitude ever set up. We can call Steve. And so the same thing, no, the same thing is set up, like, here with Russell Crowe, so Russell Crowe can basically just be in the movie more. And it just doesn't work. I'm like... It didn't add anything. He's dead. I don't want to see him anymore. Like, how is he there? Like, Like, is he not dead? I get it, but, like, then, like, he's, he's, like, helping Lois Lane through, like, the ship. And the S doesn't mean S. There's just, like, every time I think, like, okay, let's move on to something else. Like, I think of something else that just boggles my mind. Can I have that embry board, please? I just feel like I should start doing my nails. Here, <laughs> my I have nails. another one. No, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't have no nails anyway. I bite my nails. Um, yeah, it just... Is there anything else besides that, like, one scene that my you, nails particularly, are really smooth. you particularly like? Um, well, I really like that scene. I really liked... Um... Trying to think, I'm trying to remember. Oh, I like the scene where um, Diane Lane, after um, they destroy the house, and she looks and she finds the photo books. The mm-hmm. I like that scene. Okay, I don't even remember that. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy that Diane Lane's at the point where she's like the mom now. I mean, Diane Lane's always been like skewed, like older, like despite because like I think Diane Lane, I think of what was the name of that like cheating movie that she was in. Like 2003. First Wives Club? No. What? No. It's Unfaithful, I think. The one with Richard Gere. Oh, yeah, that one. yeah, yeah. Oh, and it was like, and yeah. And Diane was like a fucking like, sex symbol, and she was still like 48 in that. She still is a sex symbol. She's like, I don't want to, I don't like be like, oh, man, I'm going to whack off. What am I thinking of? Oh, yeah, Superman's mom. <laughs> like, no. Martha. Martha. Why would you say that name? Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking gag me with a fucking... Hey, you're welcome for all of you listeners out there that we do not own Batman vs. Superman. I mean, it'd be a fun episode, but I, I don't think I could deal with Jesse Eisenberg's bullshit in that movie ever again. And I also don't think I could deal with super, Batman just blowing people up. I'm still talking about it. Why am I doing this? Um, yeah, there's not really much for me. You know, there's a couple like like badass like I like when Superman like is in custody and he stands up and the handcuffs just like fucking like oh yeah, yeah. are nothing like there's stuff like that I wish he'd done like the really cheesy like cut a hole through the glass with his fingernail type yeah that would have been cool that been <laughs> like cool. that wouldn't have been like that's like Emma Frost fucking did in X Men First Class um 
there's stuff like that. I mean, that's really about it, though. I like when Zod, like, first lands and he takes over, like, the TVs and stuff. It's very, like, imposing and kind of scary and, you know, kind of sets the tone for, like, him being the villain he should have been, which he's not. Um, yeah, it's really about it. Yeah. I mean... I'm so frustrated because at my heart, I'm a DC guy. We've talked about it. Batman's my all-time. We haven't done a Batman movie on the podcast yet. I didn't know that you were DC over Marvel. Overall. Of course. Well, like, now it's harder because Marvel is, like, so far and away with the movies and the MCU, like, taking over. But as a kid, I was all Batman. Like, always. Well, like, I know he's your favorite. I just... But, I mean, like, seriously, like, I, I didn't even get into, like, other Super Joes until much later. So, when I was a kid, um, I, I was, we were born in 86, 87, so I was two, three years... I was, like, three years old when, like, Batman came out on VHS, and, like, it was such a pop culture phenomenon, like, my sister had it, so I'd watch Batman as a child all the time. And then Batman Returns, I saw in theaters, and then the animated series, like, it became everything Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't even really, like, know, like, other Marvel, like, I knew Superman existed, I knew, like, other heroes existed, but, like, I didn't, like, read comic books. You didn't books. pay attention to them. No, not really. I remember my mom one year for, um, we didn't, uh, it wasn't Christmas, what was it? Like, St. Nicholas Day? Basically, my mom just, like, celebrated, like, another Christmas for me and gave me, like, a couple extra presents, like, in December, or what it was, and for St. Nicholas Day one year, she got me, um, like, the Superman wedding collection. It was like when Superman and Lois Lane finally got married in the comic book. I still have it somewhere. It was really, really cool. Um, actually found it at the Infinity Con. I was going to buy it. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure I still have this. Um, so like that was like it. But it's always, like, I've always just preferred the consensus, it seems to be from talking to a lot of comic book friends and nerds and stuff, is that of course Marvel movies are the best. DC animated movies are are better than anything animated Marvel comes out with. And then comic books, it always seems to go back and forth. At the moment, it seems like Marvel comics are better, but I've always just preferred DC comic books because it's just more my style. Don't, sure. know, don't know why. So for me to see like the DC movie universe in such disarray after it being set up to like take over the world, like summer 2008, Iron Man kicked it off. Dark Knight came out in summer 2008 too. Yeah. They both should have started at the same time, and Nolan had a different vision, didn't want to do... well. Batman Begins was 2005, so never mind. Let me take that back. Yeah, but Dark Knight was Dark Knight the was biggest, the biggest movie of the summer. The biggest movie that entire year, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, so it, it was different, but this was going to, like, you know, basically copy Marvel, and they didn't have a plan in place. They, they, they didn't have a plan. It was just, let's make this movie. Okay, that was, it, it, it was all right. All right, let's put them together. And now let's come up with something. Yeah. Uh, we still have nothing. You know what I mean? And now they have, they've stumbled upon Wonder Woman... And it's really, Aquaman looks horrible, still to me. I, you know, but again, I didn't think Wonder Woman looked great either, so we'll see. Yeah, and Justice League was... Poor. Justice League was better than the other better two. Better than the other two. Not saying much, though. I, right. I have no desire to ever watch that movie again. Just, but I Wonder don't. Woman, yes. I think they... they Hit and miss. Like, MCU... Hit, 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 hit. Rare that they miss. Even the misses, like, Thor 2 or, like... Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk or, like, even Iron Man 2. Like, I will watch Iron Man 2 50 times more than I will ever watch Man of Steel or Suicide Squad or Batman vs. Superman or Justice League ever again. At the very least, at its core, it's, like, fun. Yeah. It's not try, It's not taking itself too fucking seriously. Yeah. It knows what it is. And that's ultimately my problem with this. Now let's get into performances. Ooh, boy, this is difficult. I don't like most people. Because of how... Again, I, I said it earlier. I will forgive a lot of it because... I think the overall tone and the script... Forced everybody to seem like they just didn't want to be there. And didn't give their best performances. I'm not going to forgive anything. Okay. But, you know, that's just how I am. Who is your MVP? I couldn't even tell you. Probably Kevin Costner. That's who I was going to say. Probably Kevin Costner. I think he did a good job. I was going to say either him or Diane Lane just because, like, 
they play like the voice like the the voice of reason and like this calm wonderful parent presence um i, I had a preconceived notion it was going to be amy adams cuz amy adams is really good but like like you said like she just fell flat for me yeah. honestly like i just i just didn't believe her as lois lane you know i it i just didn't yeah. like it but and maybe it had to do with the chemistry between her and Henry Cavill? I, I don't just, think so, because that, it's it's not there. There, right, is, there is none. <laughs> that's why I think I didn't I believe that it. That also was very convoluted, too, in that, like, she goes and investigates. She gets, like, almost killed, and he saves her. And, then, and, like, they never see each other again until that interview, and then all of a sudden they're in love. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, there's no, like, character development at all right. with anybody. Um, but Kevin Costner, like, each of his speeches and Ill, all of his interactions... Um, ring very earnest and true. So I agree. So we're going to make Kevin Costner an MVP. Diane Lane's up there, though. Diane Lane's up there. I always like a good Christopher Maloney appearance. Yeah, and I liked um, Lawrence Fishburne in this. Yeah, he's too. fine. You he know, was he's fine. fine. Perry White's was, cool. Yeah, he was good. Uh, Chris Maloney always kills it. He's good in this. Um, uh, there's that guy from the West Wing whose name escapes me, um, who's just there as like a scientist. They needed some exposition-y character to explain some shit. Um, so yeah. LVP. Man. It's so hard to choose between these three. Who? Uh, Henry Cavill, Michael Shannon, and Russell Crowe. I don't think it's Russell Crowe. Because at the end of the day... He didn't di- sing, so I it's not him. An immediate pass on Russell Crowe. Immediate Crow. pass because he did not sing. Yeah, I just... I don't know. So, the other two... Michael- How can someone who... Has such an illustrious career and made a big name for himself doing certain kinds of movies than just do shit. Uh, ask Sylvester Stallone. Ask Nicolas Cage. Ask... You know shit happens. But you know the difference is? Like, Sylvester Stallone, out of all those people you named, Sylvester Stallone just got nominated for an acting award. Russell Crowe might be nominated this year for shit. Like, it goes... Right, th- but I'm cyclical. saying, like... Yeah. Like, how could you just decide to do just such shit, though? Like, okay. Nicolas Cage... Cocaine's Everything a hell of a drug. Is, is shit. <laughs> I guess that's a good point. Okay, moving on. Rick James is moving on. is uh, all knowing. Um, Michael Shannon is very, very all over the place in this movie. Like he is, I think, a really good actor. He has a really creepy, like almost walkin esque way about him, and that you never kind of know like what you're gonna get, right. but always kind of works. And this, it doesn't. It just doesn't work for me at all. Very that misplaced. Charles Boyle, but like evil Charles Boyle. <laughs> Holy shit, he does look like Joel Triglio. That's... I was like, oh, evil Charles Boyle, I hate it. Thank you so much for ruining every Michael Shannon for, movie for me for the rest of my life. You're welcome. Um, Love you, kid. At the end of the day, I think, it's, I think this movie lives and dies by Henry Cavill, and it dies for me. He's not charismatic he at looks... all. Good. He looks great. On point. Looks good. But there's no personality. There's and no I think personality. Superman, like the whole thing is Superman and Clark Kent have personality. I think that Superman needs to be larger less personality. Than life. He needs to be large in life, but he needs to have a natural charisma about him that doesn't necessarily have to translate into his voice and his emoting. I think Clark Kent does. I think Clark Kent needs to have... Not necessarily like the bumbling fucking Christopher Reeve, Dean Cain, no. you know, way about it. But he needs to have like this earnest charm that sets him apart, but makes you understand like how he can be Superman still. And like as Clark Kent, he just doesn't have it. Like he doesn't. For right. Superman, he just seems, he's just boring. He's just boring. And even when like the climax, when like him and Zod are yelling and fighting and doing whatever... Like, even just, like, the yell, like, how, like, like he, like, lets it out and he doesn't want it to come out. It just felt super fucking forced to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like someone off screen is, like, pinching Henry Cavill's... Nipple. Nipples. Exactly. And it's from the neck up, so maybe it was. Um, and ultimately, he's taken me out of all three of these movies just because he's not very exciting. I what prefer- else has he been in? Uh, he was in The Man from U.N.C.L.E. 
Sure. Um, I know he was obviously just in Mission Impossible because that's why Mustache Man happened. I'm Mustache. And, I, okay. I, on that. Hello, I'm Henry Cavill. I have a mustache. I think he's British. I don't think he's actually British. I think he is. Everyone's fucking British nowadays. What's another problem? Superman should be American. Hashtag MAGA. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kidding. Fuck, I'm kidding. Um, no, on that note. Yeah. In this movie, he had facial hair, and it did not look bad. Well, because... It did not look bad, and honestly... Why can't he... Superman have a beard? Why can't he have a beard? He doesn't have to be shaved, but when he London. was... Hey, sounds like he's from oh, London. Oh, he is from London. Yes. When he um was... When he was, like, the fisherman... Was he a fisherman? I think so, When he yeah. had the, the scruffy beard and the hair all scruffy and stuff, I actually thought that... You guys looked alike. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. I did. That. No, he's an attractive man. No, he is a very attractive man. But I thought that you guys looked alike with with your scruffiness. Again, and... from the neck up. Um, well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have to say it like that. I mean, come on. Uh, obviously. What, what? You could work out like him, though. If you wanted to look like him, I would support you. I would have to literally start now and end in 2026. I'll watch the baby. Every I'll change every shitty diaper. Ooh, really? If I get if I get in Henry Cavill shape, I'll never change a shitty diaper again. Well, by that point, she'll I'll not be shitting her pants. No, if you start right now getting into Henry Cavill shape, I'll change every shitty uh, diaper for her and for. I just can't write at this very moment. Another child. <laughs> um, deal. Deal. Why can't Superman just have a fucking mustache or a beard? Like, sure, I don't want my Superman looking like Tom Selleck. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. But, you know, like, what? what's the big fucking, like, what's the big idea? You know? Like, it's Yeah, like, I mean, he had stupid. facial hair. It's not like he can't grow it. Like, he had it. So now every time I fucking watch, ju- not that I'm going to watch it again, but if I ever watch fucking Justice League, I'm going to be like, hmm, why does Superman have a hair lip? This is weird. So we're making a Henry Cavill, right? Yeah. Okay. So MVP is... Kevin Costner. The Kevin MVP Costner. is Henry Cavill. Has Kevin Costner gotten an MVP before? No, I don't believe so. I should get my book. God, I don't even know the last time I updated this book. I have so much paperwork over here for the pod slam season. I have to remind everyone, arcadeaudio.net slash pod slam. Go donate. Uh, we are like three weeks away, September 22nd. IO Theater, Chicago, Illinois. Whoop, whoop. Um, this... I have shit everywhere. We're done. I need to go through some of this stuff. Is this the book? Is this the book I'm looking for? This is not the book you're looking for. Damn it, you took my droid joke. Uh, I know Henry Cavill doesn't have one, because we have not watched a Henry Cavill movie before. Because we just went over it. There aren't any. Kevin Costner has not been MVP before. So, yeah. So, first one for each. Um... Yeah, shout out to uh, the Kevin, the two Kevin Costner action figures that Andrew Zangry owns because of me, both from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Um, just a long-standing gag, you know. Pick, hey, if you come across a Kevin Costner action figure, pick up one on the card. Send it our way. I was looking all Infinity Con because that's the next step of the gag. He gets one in the box. Yeah. Um, what else? What else on Man of Steel? Um, nothing. Nothing else, please. I would much rather watch the Superman Lives movie with Nicolas Cage and Tim Burton. And no matter how bonkers that was going to be with weird spider brainiac Christopher Walken and then the actual giant spider at the end of it. And then uh, uh, the gay robot sidekick that was going to be the guy from Chasing Amy. I'll take all that over this. Because you know what? At least that's bad and it's fun. I guess. Bad fun is better than bad bad. I just don't know. I mean, I feel like I should like Superman, but I just don't know if I do. He's too fucking, he's too fucking apple pie. He's too white yeah, bread. Yeah, come fight us, Steve. He's just not, there's nothing interesting about What's him. What's the difference between him and Batman? Batman's a fucking human being. Batman's a genius. Batman doesn't kill people. Batman has good Superman villains. Superman doesn't kill people. Batman can That's get... the other thing that bothered me about this movie. Superman's not supposed to kill people. I know, but he did, so I'm counting it right now. Batman uh, can get hurt by, like, normal means. Like, you could walk up to Batman and, like, punch him in the stomach, and he's not going to sell it, but he'd be like, oh, fuck, that guy punched me in the stomach. Like, later on in the day, you punch (laughs) Superman in the stomach, and guess what? You just broke every fucking digit on your hand. It's just not exciting. Like, it's just not, I I can't buy in. I'll tell you the exact moment that I, like, I cash out on Superman permanently. It's in Superman Returns, which, again, is not a good movie, but...
what is better than this? And it's the moment where, like, they're on a rooftop or something, and the criminals are, like, attacking Brandon Routh, a better Superman than Henry Cavill, but a worse probably everything else. And, like, they shoot a gun at Brandon Routh, and it's, like, this shitty slow-motion shot of the bullet, like, like heading towards Superman, and it hits him right in the eye, and the bullet just crumbles. <laughs> and it's like, wow, <laughs> that sucks. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, yeah. it's just so fucking bad. Like, it's just like, why would I in- invest in this character? Why would I like? He has to have a weakness beyond this weird ass fucking mineral. I don't even know what Krypton is. It's an element. It's like a real element, but it's not like it's not green. It doesn't glow, and it's not stupid like it is. I mean, have you ever been in contact with Krypton? No. What is Krypton? Well, I'm sorry. It's kryptonite. Sorry, right. Krypton's a planet. I'm sorry. Krypton's so, a planet. Kryptonite. Get it right. Kryptonite is a material that appears primarily in Superman stories. Mm-hmm. In its most well-known form, it is a green crystalline material that emits a peculiar radiation that weakens and sickens Superman, but generally harmless to humans when exposed to it in short term. Cool. That's so fucking exciting. Oh, but there's red kryptonite and there's gold kryptonite. You know, you know what Batman's kryptonite is. Being a fucking person that can just get shot in the fucking, like, head. Mm. Granted, his helmet's probably, like, bulletproof, but that's fine. He had to make it himself because he's a fucking billionaire, genius, playboy, philanthropist. That's, that's, that's Iron Man. Basically, Batman, too. Batman is everything. That's Iron Man. <laughs> Batman's the best. Hope I draw a Batman movie out of the box. I kind of actually don't because we need to watch whatever coming out of the box in the next two weeks just to stay on track and stay on target. Like Star Fox told us how to do. Anything else on Man of Steel? Uh, no, I've been done with this for the, uh, 15 minutes and 15 it's been 45. Minutes, yeah. Score time. You drew it. Look, I, okay, so I was going to give this movie the benefit of the doubt. I was going to try to, but then these stupid fucking lens, wannabe lens flares happened. And then I didn't so like the scenes and it was just so boring. It was just, I was just so bored. Like, I couldn't get over it. Like, I was not involved in it at all. Some of the scenes were fine. So I gave it, you know, more points for that. But I'm going to give it a three. Three? Yeah. You just saved it. I'm giving it a two. Wow. It's not good. It's not good. I mean, I liked that scene that I talked about earlier with, like, his power just coming in. I cool. thought that was really good. You know what? In a Superman movie, the best scene shouldn't be Superman in the, cl- in the closet being a little bitch. That shouldn't be the best scene in a Superman movie. It should be like, oh, you know what? That, re- that, was ne- that scene was really neat. It shouldn't have been the best scene in a movie, which it is. Fair point. But then I also, I liked the arch of that little redheaded kid. And they were friends. You mean the arc? arc of the red-headed kid. I really like the arch of this uh, Pul- Pulitzer winning... Uh... <laughs> Stop hitting me because my child has started to do it because you beat me. Good. Um, I Yeah, it was whatever. You know, he was a jerk and then Batman... Uh, Batman. I just want to talk about Batman. <laughs> Batman, Batman, Batman. Superman Batman. saved his life and then he... Was he like a fucking IHOP? He was an IHOP, right? An IHOP manager? Yeah. Man, fucking IHOP. Killing it with the product placement. Let me tell IHOP. you. There's a lot of... It's not that... That was, like, for two weeks. I'm just... So two and a half for this movie, I think, seems fair. Yep. We really do not like it. It doesn't... What were we going to do if we had to destroy it? Uh, I would have said that we would have had to uh, laser... Eye laser beam it. I was going to cut it up in little pieces and make Steve eat it. (laughs) It's like put it in his fucking, like, spaghetti or something. All right. Score time... No, we I'm scored sorry. it. We scored it uh, already. Nope. I just want to give it a worse score already. Let me reach into the box. All right, what are you hoping for here? Something easy that's Easy, good. enjoyable. Easy and good, I'll take. We're going to get, like, the Harry Potter series, which I wouldn't mind either. So we're going to do that all in one weekend. Ooh, okay. Okay, easy, okay. good. Love it. This is Spinal Tap. Oh, no! Yeah, Wonderful. I'll take, I'll take Spinal Tap. Oh, good. That'll be good. That'll Love be good. We've already seen 
Uh, I guess they're in the same universe, but they're not related. It's not a Christopher Guest movie. Is that what you're talking about? Uh-huh. It's, oh, it's a mockumentary, but it, Rob Reiner directed it just because right. those guys are in it. It's not like... It starts it, it, the it kind Christopher like, Guest. I guess it kind of influenced... Where the fuck did that book come from? I don't know, man. There's books everywhere. Um, <laughs> it influenced, I think, like for, like the rest of their career and kind of like their, their style. So, yeah, Spinal Tap. Hell yeah. Coming up, um, not next week. Next week will be Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yes, I'm so excited. Week after that will be Spinal Tap, and then the week after that will so, be the Pod Slam episode. We've got some exciting things coming up, so please, if this is your first episode that you've listened to of Married with Movies, I'm sorry. Don't give up on us. Uh, continue I mean, to listen. this is a good episode. This, this episode's better than Man of Steel is. This continue episode, listening, yeah. and um, find us on... All social media, facebook.com slash marriedwithmovies. You can tweet us um, at marriedwmovies. Email us uh, marriedwithmovies at gmail.com. You can also um, listen to other shows of our podcast and our sister's podcast on arcadeaudio.net, um, our podcast network. And I don't normally do the plugs, so that is probably where I'm going to uh, you did good. You did good. pause there. Remind, oh, and uh, Pod Slam. Remind everyone, yep, Pod Slam's coming up three weeks away. Three weeks away, Pod Slam. slash Pod Slam for donations, tickets, scheduling, all kinds sponsorships, of stuff there. Sponsorships, everything. Um, Patreon.com to support the podcast and get the award episodes that we do. Might be some and other any other specials. Yeah. Hopefully I will be having a special episode up shortly. Oh, yeah, it right. will be my little Married with Movies divorce? I don't know. Like, how do we say episodes like when we're, we don't do them together? We haven't had one yet. We've done every Your episode. solo episode. I my did one solo. with Steve. We did Suicide Squad, so you're allowed to do, like, episodes without me. I didn't know you did Suicide Squad. We did that, like, years ago. We did that when we were, like, babysitting, when you and Lolly went to go do something. Oh, I didn't know that you that did like that. two years ago, yeah. Cool. I'm glad that you had to sit through that movie multiple times. I would only do it with Steve. And I didn't. Also, cool. I just wanted to see him watch Killer Croc Request BET. It's really the only reason I watched it. <laughs> so. For mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. B-E-T. Was that some... You sound like... Uh, French fried taters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.